Welcome to the recordings of the fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm on a Thursday, the 2nd of February. But, but if you don't subscribe to it and you only listen to it when I post it out on social media platforms, today is Friday for you. If you subscribe to this, whether through Apple, Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor, hello and welcome. It's Thursday, <laughs> February 2nd, 2023. And tomorrow is February 3rd, or Friday, February 3rd, 2023. So, anywho. Anywho, so I have time in a peaceful environment. So I thought, hey, I'm going to record this podcast today on Thursday. Um, um, yeah, so I'm like cat and dog sitting right now. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best time to like record this stuff. So, hey, how's it going? Okay. It's cold here. That's how it's going. If you are not here in New York right now, it is freaking cold. Tomorrow, well, actually tonight, Thursday night, it's going to, I think we're getting into the single digits tonight. Um, so when we wake up Friday morning, it's like freaking five degrees. Um, fun, fun times. And then Friday night, it's going to be like three degrees into Saturday morning. Lovely. So when I go on a school bus to go to my next competition on Saturday morning, it is going to be freaking cold. The high on Saturday is like 24, by the way. I think the high on Friday is like 18. Welcome to winter, folks. Welcome to February here in New York City. Okay. Anyhow. So, I mean, I, I just, this is my, I have two rants. One, one rant is on the New York Rangers with Pride Night for Twitter fans. My second rant will be at the end of the show and that one will be basically on this stupid uh, break that the Ranger players were on. Um, I think it's great for them. Great, sure, sure. It's, it's wonderful, wonderful to have a vacation with your family and hang, hang out, I get it. But for business-wise sake and also playing sake, I don't think it's really that beneficial. Although I guess time will tell, but we'll get into that later. All right, got a couple cool things to talk about. So maybe I should start with the rant on Pride Night. So, you know, and, and of course we had Podikoff, that story happen and take fold of what happens. Um, but at the same time, same time, um, you know, I, if you listened to my podcast two weeks ago when the Podikoff story happened and, and you heard my rant on, on what I think about, how I feel about us always having to have fanfare for everybody, then you know where I'm going with this. If you didn't, then buckle up. Okay. So Friday, the January 27th, the Rangers hosted Pride Night. They had their Pride Night. And everything was in rainbow colors and they had like, you know... You know, rainbow flags for the, with the New York Rangers logo on it. And MSG was in all in rainbow and blah, blah, blah. And they were supposed to come out. They were supposed to come out in their warm-up jerseys with their rainbow jerseys, right? Um, that were supposed to then be auctioned off for charity after the game was over. And they come out in their Liberty jerseys for warm-ups. And everybody on Twitter, take, of course, everybody goes to Twitter when this kind of stuff happens. 
So they go to Twitter and some of these people's tweets, I wish I could read to you right now, but unfortunately I did not bring my iPad here. I only have my phone and this is what I'm using to record this. But some of the tweets, I literally screamed like, what the fuck when I was reading them. So like, for example, there was one, there was one particular one that said, I can't believe they did this to the fan base. I'm no longer a fan of this organization anymore i'm gonna have to find a new team to root for another one was like how could you you know advertise one thing and then change another and then of course it gets worse because now they're going oh which players didn't want to wear it we need to know who they are so here's what i'm going to say to those three lovely tweets and to all the other tweets number one if you're only a fan of a bait a fan if you're only a fan of a team right because they're going to host a pride night, there's something wrong with you. Because technically, technically, huh? Oh, the, the dog is here. Hi, Georgia. Um, um, technically, technically, oh, baby girl, I'm on. I'm using my microphone. Um, <laughs> I'll have to post a picture of her. She's so freaking cute. So let me get into my right now. She's distracting me as usual. All right, hold on a minute. Sit down. Sit, 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 sit. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um. So you're only a fan of this team because they're they're doing a pride night? Then we don't need you on the fan. We don't need you on the bandwagon. Get off. Get off. Number one. I don't, we don't need you here. No one. Number two, I can understand from a customer-consumer base that when they're marketing it, they marketed it like they were going to wear these jerseys and then they're, gonna, they're going to then auction them off. I understand it from that perspective, but I also understand it from a business perspective because I am a businesswoman and I am a marketer. So from both perspectives, I can, I can see what happened in the marketing. When they started to market Pride Night, the protocol did not happen yet. It did not occur. Remember, this only happened two weeks prior to the Rangers having their own Pride Night. So... Of course, they're going to market it in the beginning of January and keep throwing it all out there that they're having Pride Night because nothing has occurred to make them change their tune and change otherwise. Two, from a marketing and then business standpoint, after Protocol, the best solution for everybody involved was to not host it. Because look what happened and transpired. Now, no matter, this is why sports and teams should never get involved with social issues and or politics because you're never going to make 100% of the fan base happy. You're only going to make 50% happy. And that's going to then, that's going to happen. That's why if you don't have a pride night, if you don't have all these special, special nights, then you don't have to worry about this. Do you see what I'm saying? We don't have to worry about this if we're having special nights. And I don't watch the New York Rangers because they have special fucking nights at the Garden. I watch it for the hockey because I love the damn sport. I love the sport. I love the guys on this team. I cheer and root them on because I am a fan. Fan first. Fan first. I don't care what nights they have. I, that, and I'll tell you this, from a marketing standpoint, all these special nights don't make me want to buy tickets. They don't. I don't buy tickets. Oh, look, they're having an Italian night because I'm Italian. No, that's not going to make me go. 
Oh, look, they're having fan appreciation. Oh, look, they're having this night. Oh, they're having this night. They're having this night. The only nights I care about with MSG and, and the Rangers, Garden of Dreams. Garden of Dreams. The McDonald Award for, you know, that the Stephen McDonald Award, number two. Maybe three fan appreciation would matter. But the, all the other ones don't count to me. I don't care. I'm not buying tickets based on that. And most of this fan base is not, I, I will tell you, 75% of this fan base does not give a shit about the, the nights that the Garden hosts. Military and, and uh, cancer, unfortunately. And, and they don't care. They go to the game because they're watching the team. They're not caring because of what night you're hosting. Pride, military. Now I'll talk about cancer for a second. The cancer night is an important night, but then here's my problem with it. Then we need to have an Alzheimer's night. Then we need to have an autism night. Then we need to have another disease that people have that is probably, you know, that, that happens unfortunately in people's lives. Because you can't, just, you can't just pick and choose which special night you're going to have that's so bad for marketing. And that's just a bad, that's just a bad look. The third one was the, the tweet where, well, we need to know who the players. No, you don't. It's none of your fucking business. What the players believe in, what the players wanted to do, if the players went to the organization, the head of the organization, and said, we don't feel comfortable wearing these jerseys. We don't want, we don't want to be talked about. We don't want to be hated on. And I will tell you, that's why it was all mixed. And it wasn't just like the players that wanted to wear it would wear it because I'm just going to pick out, I'm just going to say, let's say Joe Schmo is on the Rangers and Joe Schmo does not agree with Pride Night. Okay? Does not agree with Pride Night. Does not agree with their choice of lifestyle. Guess what's going to happen to Joe Schmo on Instagram, on Twitter, and everywhere else, on TikTok, everywhere else. He's going to get hate mail. Hate hate, hate. He's going to get hate emails. He's going to get hate messages. He's going to get hate comments because that's what people on social media, unfortunately, tend to do. They think because, oh, we need to now go after him because they're the social media warriors with their fucking pitchforks. We need to come out and go get him. No, it is none of your business. First of all, forcing people to believe in something is wrong. I don't care what the hell it is. And like I've said before, do what you want to do. Whatever floats your boat in life, do. If that's your choice that you've made and you're so happy, then you deserve to be happy. Everyone deserves happiness and everyone deserves love and to be loved. Period. No matter who the fuck you are. Celebrity, an athlete, a regular person, a, a dog, a cat. I don't care. Literally, I don't care. I don't care if you're purple. I don't care if you're orange. I don't care if you're white, Hispanic, black. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care. You deserve to be happy. But you have to understand. No one has to celebrate you. No one has to respect you. No one has to love you. No one has to love your choices. You have to love and respect yourself. First and foremost, you can't expect other people to love and respect you when you don't respect yourself. That's how life goes. Learn. Learn that. Now, it took me a while to learn that, but I can tell you, learn that. Learn that. It's not up to everybody else to give you fanfare because you're gay, lesbian, bi, whatever you are. 
It doesn't make a difference. If you're that insecure about being lesbian, gay, or bi, then you need to work within that. Go to a therapist. Work within that. Because you deserve to be happy. But to say that you deserve to know what the hell happened? No, I don't care what happened. Maybe James Dolan, the head of the, uh, the, the owner, decided not to host it. Maybe Chris Drury decided not to host it. Maybe everybody in the NHL decided not to. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. But stop with the nonsense of trying to make people believe something because, oh, if you don't believe this, then you're homophobic. No. That's not how life goes. Like I said in the last podcast, we've lost what the true meaning of homophobic, racist, and bigot and sexist are because we use them constantly when people don't agree with us. Stop the nonsense. Stop it now. Enough. Okay. Rant over. Now, let's talk fashion for a minute. Okay, ready? So um, I'm going to do a separate video for the guys, but like, hey, hey guys, how's it going? I hope you're enjoying your little freaking break. (laughs) I would love to know how it feels to do nothing. Um, Literally. But all right, so hey, so you guys are coming back February 6th. So I would love it if you would come back wearing something casual and not business attire. Like, can you freaking guys just for freaking one time? Please, just freaking one time. I'm like begging you, please. Come in jeans or khakis. Even if you're wearing like, you know, jogger sweats that look like really nice. And they make nice sweats now. Not raggedy ones like, you know, you see people wear. If you can wear that with a hoodie, I'm telling you, hoodie and jeans are in. Like that's like the trending thing that's trending right now and chic is jeans, not ripped. Just like like almost like a, like a dressy type of pair of jeans or even skinny jeans with a hoodie and sneakers, for God's sakes. I would love it. I would love to see you guys in it because I think you guys would hit it on the, ne- on the head. Oh my God, I think you guys would hit it out of the park. I think you guys would so hit it. I would love to see you in it because I have seen pictures of you guys mm-hmm, wearing jeans and sweats and looking mighty fun in them. And then, not to say that you don't look mighty fun in your suits, you look awesome. Awesome. Like, you're sizzling hot in them, okay? I mean, it's Fashion Avenue. I get it. You guys obviously get it. But just once. Because th- think about the, the caption would be, casually coming back to work. After a break, after a vacation, what do people end up doing? They casually go back to work, usually. You know, they don't want to go back to work, I can tell you. Vacation, coming back from vacation is worse than going on a vacation. But I would love to see that. Please, 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 please. Pretty please with a cherry on top. Please. Just casual. Casual wear. Alright. So if I had to pick the top five guys on the team, the New York Rangers team, that dress the best, it would be Key, number one, Gaultier, number two, Vinny, number three, Panera, number four, and Igor, number five. So far, this first half. With, cl- uh, with a close six behind is Jacob Truba. He's, he's, he's right behind Igor on that. Um, like, mighty fine. Then you got, I, 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 I can do my top 10, but I'm like, I don't know. Um, then, I mean, I'm, you got some other guys that, like, really, like, hit it out of the park. Like, you know, you have Mika, who hits it out of the park all the time. Um, who else was I thinking of? Well, obviously, you know, Lindy switches things up occasionally here and there. 
but no matter what the hell he wears, he has so much freaking swagger, it doesn't make a difference. Um, Laffy does switch it up every time to time, too. And speaking of Lindy and Laffy, hey, hi, hi. Do you guys not, not realize when you guys are walking into, like, MSG, or when you guys are walking in together, you guys literally have, like, the same motion walking in together. Like, you both walk in left, right, left, right. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, your legs, the, your, your, the way that you walk in is, like, literally the same. You're like twins. But I guess that happens when you hang out with the same person all the time. So you guys have like the same, I can't think of like body motion. I think that's what I was looking for. Like the same motion, like your body is the same. Um, it's kind of neat to watch that, like to see like when certain players walk in together all the time, if they actually like mimic each other, like their style and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Um, but anyway. So there was a report coming out about like the NHL is like losing interest. Um, like they lack storylines, they have poor marketing, um, they need more buzz, they're they have a horrible playoff format and the TV ratings. And then so let's go talk about TV. I hate when games are on TNT. Uh, the only time I love watching TNT is when Henrik Lundqvist is on TNT. Because I love him. And he does an awesome job um on TV. So I love him. But like I, I said this on a tweet. It reminds me of the NFL on Fox. Like, they over-try to make it entertaining by doing stupid shit. No, just give me the scores. Give me the highlights. Tell me your your um, expert advice on, like, who whose player is going to be the best or what what's happening with this guy. Like, you know, that type of stuff. Like, in, like, inner inside knowledge stuff. That's what I want to watch. I don't want to watch you singing to a guitar a stupid shitty song. I don't want to watch that stuff. I don't want to watch somebody pretending to be in a commercial. I don't want to watch that stuff. I hate when they do that stuff. Hate it, hate it, hate it. It's stupid. Just give me the stuff. Just give me the, just give me the stuff about the game and about the games that are going on. That's all I care about. Um, ESPN, eh, you know. ESPN always does it. Never does it that right anymore either. either. I miss NBC. Minus Pierre. Because, uh, yeah, I just can't take him. Um, but... I miss it being, you know, uh, on there or even Fox. I mean, Fox did an okay job with it too. But what I really want is just our local guys to do the games. So, like, for example, if it's a national game, we should have the option here in New York of watching it on MSG or TNT. Literally, that's what our option should be. Because I really don't want to watch it on TNT with their announcers. I want to watch it on MSG with all my guys. It's stupid, that's why. And I will tell you what's losing interest is this stupid nine-game break that the Rangers are having. Right in the middle of, you know, teams fighting for playoff position. Playoff position, and we're going to have nine days off. Guys, when you come back on February 6th, you better not come back flat as a pancake. Because that's my concern, that you guys are going to lose. You lost all the momentum that you had in, in January, because you were 8-2-2 two, and two in January with 18 points in 12 games. And now you're going to come back? You better come back ready to go. You better come back with a winning attitude. And you better come back winning. Because you have the Capitals that are right on your ass. Literally, they're right on your ass. They're, they're right there waiting to take over third place in the, in the division. 
you know, we have games in hand and all this kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I haven't even, even looked at it during the break because why do, why do I even care over during the breaks? This is why. Like, why do I even care during the break? This is what the break has done. This is what it's done. So I hope you all rested and rearing and ready to go. The only thing it's good for is healing guys who are injured. The rest of it, no. No, it's, it's so stupid. And trades. Oh, my God. I think... The whole entire East Coast will hear me scream if the Rangers trade for Tyler Mott. When you could have fucking signed the bastard in the offseason. And yes, I'm sorry, Tyler Mott, that I called you a bastard. I did not mean that. I mean that in a very sarcastic way to the Rangers organization. Because it will look so freaking bad that you're going to give up prospects or an actual player for a player that you could have freaking signed if you just gave him. He wanted $1.25 million. You gave him $1.1 million. You couldn't up it to $1.25? And then you wasted money signing Ryan Carpenter when you could have just signed Tyler Mott. If you sign him, so help me God. As God is my witness, I will scream. I will not be happy with that trade. I will not be happy. And the Ranger fans on Twitter that are so ignorant and stupid. Oh, he's going to come back. We could have signed him for nothing. We wouldn't have to trade away a prospect or a pick. Or we wouldn't have to trade away a player. Hello? That's how it should work. God. And no, I do not want Patrick Kane here. The irony, uh, the irony of the whole thing would be, because Panarin says he would like to play with him, the irony would be that Panarin's traded, traded for him. That would, be like the, that would be the biggest irony in all of that. Kane does not belong here. First of all, he's a free agent after this year. Why are you going to give up your youth and your young guys for a player for a rental who may not even be here next year? We all saw what happened with Cop. We all saw what happened with Vetrano. We all saw what happened with Mott and Braun. They were rentals. Now, mind you, he traded very well for them. But the asking price for Kane is not simply like, you know, two picks and a prospect. They want like Kako and they want like Laffy. And I'm like, hell no. No, no, you do not trade part of the Young Gun line. No way, Jose. And shout out to Henrik Lundqvist for using my phrase, Young Guns, on the post game on January 27th. I heard you. Yes, they're not the kid line. They're not kids. They're 21 and over. They're men. So therefore, we call them the Young Guns. Okay. So I do not want to trade Kako at all, period. I do not want to trade Laffy at all, period. I don't want to trade... Um, number 72 either. Philip, I don't want to trade Philip either. I don't want to trade Keiko. No, don't want to trade him either. I don't want to trade, uh, you know, if we're going to trade players, and I have to name players that we should trade. Ready? I'll give you some. Krabby, trade him. Trade him. I don't think he's ready for the NHL. Just my opinion. I don't think he's ready. Trade him. Trade Sammy Blay. You brought him. You brought him in. You re-signed him, and now you gave him a stint in with the Wolfpack. Trade him. You put Ryan Carpenter down there. Trade him, because you got Will. You got Will Cooley coming up now. You got Cooley here, so you don't need Carpenter. Trade him. Zach Jones is never probably going to see the light of day up here again. 
you got you just resigned Ben Harper. Yay, Ben, Ben, Ben. So you're not gonna need Zach Jones. So trade him. Trade those pieces. Trade those pieces. Trade a couple picks. Trade maybe a couple other prospects that I didn't mention. But keep the core of the guys together because the core is what got you to the Eastern Conference Finals. The core that's here. Those other people weren't involved with it last year. Carpenter, Sammy Blay, Zach Jones really wasn't part of it. Uh, you know, Cravy wasn't part of it. So trade him. Anywho. Anywho. Okay, so I'm going to end. So someone thought this would be a cute. They brought this to my attention. So I was like, oh, this is a cute idea. So I'm just going to do what I think of each and every single one of the guys that play defense. Like their personality traits. Like it, like what I think they are. Kind of. It's a cute little thing. Okay. So like for example, like Schneider. For example, I find Schneider goofy. I find like he's a goofball. You know, like he goofs off. Like he's the guy in class that would probably be like the class clown. Like that type of dude. He's funny. He's always so cheerful. He's always so happy. Um, he's definitely a hard worker, definitely hardworking. Um, he's definitely cute. He's definitely cute. He's a cutie patootie. Um, but that's what I think about Brayden. All right, so then we move to Jacob. So then when Jacob Chuba, I'm like, okay, what do I think about Jacob Chuba? Well, I, first of all, I think he's very hardworking. I think he's very proactive. He's very reliable. And those are three great traits to have as a captain. Um... I think he's also, he's very sharp, and he's also dapper when he dresses. Um, you can definitely see that that matters to him. Um, I think he is very charming. He's a very, he's a charmster. He's like, um, like one of those heartbreaker guys, like in high school, you know, like they go around, I can, I can see him being like that, like a little, you know, heartbreaker. Um, and I think he has a freaky side that we don't know of. I'm just saying, I, I'm telling I see it in him. I see it in him. All right. Then we have Ben Harper. Okay. So I think Ben Harper is definitely confident in himself. He's definitely dependent. I think he is very open-minded. I think he's an open-minded individual because he's also very down. He seems to be like one of the guys that like I can sit down and have a cup of coffee with. Like he's so down to earth. So down to earth. Um, I think he's curious. I do find him very sexy. I do find him sexy. He's very sharp. He dresses very sharply. He's 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 sharp. Um, I think he also has a freaky side too. Uh -huh, I said it. I think you have a freaky side too, Ben. I think you do. And I will get back to Ben at the end because I wanted to ask Ben something. All right, that's at the end. All right, Foxy. I think Foxy is bold. I think he's tenacious. I think he's self-motivated. I think he's funny. I think he's definitely hardworking. I think he's very, he's, he's definitely a dapper when he dresses. He, he does dress dapperly. Does that, does that make my, I think that's my own word, dapperly. But I think he is like that. And he's definitely, um, he's, he's definitely humble for sure. Um, I, I, you know, I think he's definitely, at the beginning of the year, I thought that maybe he was a little too stiff. I think he's loosened up a little bit. I think Fox, he's a little bit, I think he's, he's a little bit looser. He's a loosey, he's not loosey-goosey, but he's definitely a little bit loose. All right, um, Miller. 
I think Miller is a perfectionist. You can tell by how he dresses. Everything has to look perfect. Everything has to be perfect. He's a perfectionist. I think he's very smart. I think he's humble. I think he's resilient. I think he's very hardworking. Um, I think he is, um, he's dashing and dapper. And he's also very cute. All right, and then we save, of course, Lindy for last. All right, so I think Lindy, first and foremost, is quirky. Oh my God, he is so quirky, which is, which is, which is a turn on. I have to check. When a guy is quirky, turn on, turn on. All right, um, now I think he's a little insecure. By that I mean, I think he's very self-aware of himself. Like when he's walking into the arena, and they're videoing him, you can see kind of like he's insecure with that idea of people filming him on camera. Like he's like camera shy. That's basically, he's so camera shy. He's coy, like he's just, he puts his hands in his pockets most of the time, which always shows that you're like, you're unsure of yourself. Like when you have your hands in your pockets, you're not sure of yourself. Um, I think you look fucking fantastic. So I, I'm telling you right here now, there's really nothing about you that you should be insecure about. Now, being insecure, though, I can tell you, everybody is insecure about themselves. There's always one part of our bodies that we're insecure about or our personality. We're insecure about who we are, people, like, you know, who we are, like, inside, the inside part of us. Um, I don't think there's anything that you should be insecure about. I think you are, you're fucking fabulous. Um, I think he is definitely like a down to earth type of dude. Like he's just down to earth. I definitely think he's open minded individual. I think he will try things. I think, I also think he's probably in his head a little bit too much. Like he looks like he's somebody that sits there and like calculates things instead of being spontaneous. But at the same time, I think he does try things and he tries to be spontaneous. Um, He's definitely funny. He's definitely resilient. I mean, this guy is made of, but what freaking metal is this man made of? I like to know. So he's definitely resilient. He's definitely a hardworking individual. Um, uh, there's a freaky side to him. Mm-hmm. I can tell looking at you. Mm-hmm. You freaky. Mm-hmm. And he's very sexy. So there's that. So that's how I think the personality traits are of our defense. Next week... I will work on the top two lines. We'll do six at a time. So I'll do whatever the top two lines are. I'll tell you what I think of those guys. So now Ben, yeah, question, question Ben. Hi, question. All right, so I, I, I'm very excited that you're gonna stay with the team and they gave you the extension. And I like to celebrate other people for their accomplishments. That's like something that I like to do. So being that I saw on Twitter that your um, worst habit is your sweet tooth, I would like to be your enabler. <laughs> I would like to be your enabler by making you a tray of cookies. So I would make you chocolate chip and then half of them would be dunked in milk chocolate. That's like one of my specialties. So if you didn't know, I wrote a recipe book called Love at First Bite, and it's all about desserts. And I am the cookie queen. You can, I, can tie, I, can, I can send you tweets from people that I have taste my cookies, and they will tell you that I am the cookie queen. I, will, I, will, I can give you reviews if you need them. 
but I would like to make you cookies. The only problem with that is the fact that I'm not mailing them to MSJ. I don't think like I can mail that kind of stuff to like, you know, MSJ. First of all, who knows how the hell long it's gonna sit in the mail room. Number two, I don't think they would want to give that to you anyway to protect you as a player. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to be in the city on Sunday. I will send you a personal message, by the way. Um, I'll send you a message. Um, I'm going to be in the city Sunday anyway because I'm taste. I'm doing this coffee shop thing where I'm vlogging about all these different coffee shops in Manhattan, the top five. So I already went to one. I have to go to another. And then I'm meeting my friends for lunch on Sunday in the city. I will message you and let you know where I'm going to be. If you want the cookies, I will bring them with me to the city on Sunday and I will personally hand them to you on Sunday in the afternoon, wherever. Uh, I could meet you anywhere for coffee if you want to meet for coffee and I can give you the cookies. Or you want to come just stop by where my friends are and take the cookies and sit down and have a bite to eat with me, that's fine too. I don't care. But I like to celebrate other people because when you celebrate other people, see the world is not just about yourself. It's not just about your accomplishments. It's always about, to me, about celebrating other people's accomplishments too. Because it's just important. Like, I just don't like, I, here's my thing. I don't like celebrating myself that much. I prefer to take that energy and celebrate other people. So I like to celebrate you, Ben. Mm-hmm. So let me know. Let me know. So I really don't have any questions for the dudes. Unless, um, I'll probably have questions next week. I'm warming them up. <laughs> I'm warming my questions up for you guys next week as we speak. But um, anyhow. Anywho, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. And we'll have hockey come again on Monday. And then we got other teams that have a week off next week. And it's the All-Star weekend. So we'll see maybe uh, Foxy and the Skills competition this weekend. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, and that's about it. So enjoy your weekend. And I will see you all next week. Yes, you will see me next week. I will do a video podcast next week. Okie dokie. Bye.